0: Hello, and welcome to The Garden, a podcast for spiritual seekers. I'm Jody Fletcher of The David Connection, and this is a show about how to connect to nature and the planet in ways that will enable deeper and greater healing for you and for us all. Hello, friends. I've been learning some really wonderful things about nature from books that I'm reading, Most of my knowledge of nature has come from just being outside, growing things, listening with my heart to the messages of the nature spirits, because that's just a huge part of what I came here to do in this life. But lately, I have felt called to books that are teaching me the science of trees and the land, of ecology and botany, which is so lovely and wonderful and supports and confirms so much of what I'm learning all the time from my spiritual communication with the devas. I love how the things I learn about the physical world are helping me expand what I understand about energies and the metaphysical aspects I'm studying all the time too. It deepens my communication with my guides too, who seem to delight in my new knowledge. Today I sat down and tuned in, and there was my friend and guide, Aramain, who is a deva currently existing as a tree. He's an old friend of mine for many, many lifetimes and existences, and he's been a steady and trusted guide to me these last several years. We haven't sat down and written together in a while, so I was excited and interested to hear what he wanted to share with me today. He told me he wanted to talk about the trees as a way to add to what I'm learning from the science in these books. So here's what he said. The interdependence of all things is something that, as trees, we don't just understand we live. There are so many layers and components to this interdependence that your human brains and science can't even begin to understand. And that is why this deeper knowledge has to be approached from your heart space. This is a common refrain I hear from the beings I communicate with, that our communication deepens and becomes more complete in the heart as opposed to the mind. Our mind explained why. This energy center, the heart, is not as limited in its capacity to understand as the brain is or the mind is. It simply recognizes certain energetic frequencies and can understand nuances. It is where you comprehend truths and untruths and figure out the varying degrees in between on a spectrum. People are conditioned to believe that you figure things out with your minds, but it is truly your heart that knows, because your heart isn't limited by any structure as your mind or brain is. The heart space is constantly expanding, if you let it. This is the space you need to be in to comprehend fully the interconnectedness of all things, which is the lesson the trees most want to share with you here. So, with that guidance, I settled into my heart space and opened up my awareness to what he had to share. You're learning the science of it right now with mycelial networks and root structures, how we trees physiologically communicate and share, he said. What we want to share here is the multidimensional aspects, how we energetically share life force with each other, and with you, and with all beings who share this space. He showed me how our realms of existence overlap with each other. I've been a bit conditioned to think of them as separate, the devic realm where the fairies and plants and animal spirits come from, clearly delineated from the physical realm where I reside, Even though I know these realms overlap and that the devas are existing in both all the time, and I understand we humans are existing in multiple realms and dimensions all the time, but somehow, as he showed me this, my understanding expanded while looking at it from my heart space. Something new opened up in me, and I felt it all differently than I had before. This interconnectedness he was speaking of is a constant flow of energy between everything all the time. Armin's message to me continued. When life force is understood as collective, people will be more respectful of each other and of nature and of all other beings, especially since, as you know, life force is finite. It doesn't regenerate the way many people believe it does. This idea of energy and life force being an endless supply is a fallacy and one you can help people correct through stories of your health condition. It's an easy example, health issues. But as I looked at this I realize that it's not just chronic illness that teaches us about how our energy goes in and comes out. So many energetically sensitive people, especially introverts, understand how it takes so much energy to interact with the world around us, and that after interacting, we require time to recover that life force, to call it back to us, and to allow it to reintegrate into ourselves. Some of us recover more quickly than others, and for me, it can take quite a bit of time and discomfort, especially when I've pushed my very limited reserves to their very limits. I can almost feel my cells working overtime to recover, and it can feel pretty awful for a bit. I just have to sit with this and be respectful of the time it takes, however long it takes. Our mind, our mind pointing out to me the finite nature of energy was a revelation to me, even if it shouldn't be. We willingly give and receive energy from each other and from all sorts of other sources all the time. And everything we do involves the consumption of energy. The food we eat is the life force of other beings, whether they're plants or animals. And the power we use comes from somewhere too, whether it's a fossil fuel or a renewable resource. Everything has a cost, and we're constantly giving and receiving. Understanding this balance is a part of what the trees want us to learn. Energy. RMI continued, and life force can be recovered, but it can't be regenerated or recreated. And once it is seen as the precious commodity it is, people will be better able to respect it and use it more carefully and respectfully. He made a note about the word commodity, that this isn't how the trees see it. This is a word for human understanding, because our current paradigm is so very transactional. Energy and life force aren't really a commodity or a currency, but it's a way for to help us understand and get the idea of something through the lenses of our current and very deeply entrenched belief systems. He continued, getting more to the heart of what he really wanted to show us, that the more we learn about what the trees hope to show us about the interconnectedness of all things, the more we understand the wholeness of who and what we are beyond the physical And that brings about a deeper appreciation for both the limitations and the absolute wonder of the physical world. What we trees are here to learn is more subtle and nuanced than what humans are learning, because our multidimensional aspects aren't as veiled as humans are, he said. We have a deeper understanding of what life and death mean. We aren't as attached to the denseness of the physical as a defining feature of what life means. This makes us better able to teach humans how to exist more in this multi-dimensional space of divine interconnectedness, not only with us and all other beings, but also with all aspects of yourselves. He shows me how, as we expand in our awareness, we are better able to comprehend the subtlety and nuance that comes so naturally to trees, and how this subtlety and nuance makes us more aware of our whole selves, and helps us honor the lives and the life force of other beings. Once you have this understanding, he said, of how much more you humans are than just your physical bodies, the more respect you have for those bodies and for all things. You understand more how precious these cells and molecules are that make up the physical, what a divine miracle the science of it all is, how important each and every tiny atom is to the entire whole of all being how one tiny bitty particle exists in collection and co-creation with every living thing. And that energy expands your heart even more. And it is in and through your heart that you are able to hold more of your true self, that you are able to embody more of the full essence of your being, which does stretch across dimensions and planes of existence, which coexists in multiple timelines, and parts of which stretch across the cosmos. And all of that is grounded here, on this beautiful planet, with these amazing vessels we're all incarnated and born into, made up of collections of tiny particles and atoms and molecules and cells, all of us, every living thing. Friends, thank you so much for joining me in the garden today. I hope that this week is filled with expansive moments where you feel this interconnectedness of all things and you feel that sense of your own true self being embodied more and more all the time. If you enjoyed this episode, I wonder if you would please consider liking it or sharing it with others and maybe even leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. And the comments section is always open now. Our new home on Substack allows us to keep the conversation going through comments on individual episodes or general discussions in chat, which is like a lovely group message board. Feel free to pop on over and start a thread if there's anything you want to chat about. If you'd like to spend more time in the garden, you can also sign on as a paid subscriber and for a very small fee have access to our monthly garden parties on Zoom. It's a nice chance to gather, hold space, and support each other. Or if you're seeking a bit of one-on-one guidance and need some clarity on the questions that are in your heart and on your mind, my schedule is open for private readings. I'll put all of the links in the show notes. Thank you again for listening, and I hope this finds you well and thriving. I'll chat with you again next week.